What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Work Rate Podcast. This is our AEW review. I'm Mike Fenn, as always, joined by Brad Hardcastle. Brad, how you doing? I am excellent. How are you, Mike? I'm good. I'm drinking wine as we record this. This is a good Friday night for us. Yeah. We normally record Thursday night, so yeah. it's a little more relaxing than normal. Yeah, I had to get a, a filling yesterday, so I don't think I'd be good for podcasting with a numb mouth. So. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so uh, if uh, forgive us if our, uh, if our memory of the show is a little bit less than normal, because I was yeah. looking at... I was looking at the uh, at the card of all the matches that happened. I was like, "Shit, I don't remember how this I, ended." Or and you brought up the trios match, and I was like, "Wait, there was a trios match." I had to you had to jog my memory of the the trios match. So. Well, they didn't put the trios match on the card. That was uh, that was the uh, the last minute yeah thing. So, but that match we can uh, we can talk. Actually, you know what? I want to talk about some news before we go into that. Because the news is the video game got a name, and it is AEW Fight Forever, which I think is a fantastic name. And I actually, I actually know what Fight Forever is a cool chant that 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 actually is a chant that I like. Yeah, it's not overused. It'd be one thing if they if they named the game like this is awesome or something. I'd I'd be so mad. (laughs) AEW is is awesome. (laughs) Boo! But Fight Forever works. Because AW you know, both game. these guys. Both these guys. <laughs> AEW, you deserve it. <laughs> that, okay, that would actually be very funny. Yeah. AEW, what is the crowd chain a lot? Shut the fuck up to MJF and stuff. That'd be pretty funny. AEW is going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to get your fucking head kicked in. Just Danielson on the cover. Joe's going <laughs> to kill you. Just make it a Samoa Joe game. But Fight Forever works because, you know, it's a video game. So you essentially want to keep it going forever so this is funny because it's not a chant i associate with aw yeah like i i can't think of an aw chant where they chanted or an aw match where they chanted that yeah like i associate it with kevin owens yeah kevin owens and Sami Zayn. like that's what people will chant when they have a match against each other and like uh i I don't know if he's ever done it, but I kind of associate it. With, I, associate, I associate it with like a Ring of Honor. I, yeah. I associate Fight Forever with Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. I wonder um, if Ring of Honor guys would be in it. I don't think so. And the reason why I say that is because just they said that they had a cutoff mm-hmm. for when they had to like freeze the roster and start mm-hmm. like wrapping up the game. Yeah. That makes sense. And that's what DLC is for, though. <laughs> well, they did say that. They said that uh, they had to cut it off, but the they they do have the ability to update the roster as <laughs> they go forward. So that's good. So it's not like you're going to be unable to have guys in the game, and you can make them. They said that there will be create a character. I was going to say, and if you could do like the WWE games where you just download from someone else, there's going to be people that make. I mean, honestly, they like they're in the game. The WWE games, like, the only reason I buy it and the reason why most people buy that game, like, maybe 50% of the people that buy the game is for the creative suite, mm-hmm. is for the uh, community creations. It's insane. Like, yeah, you get, like, the whole New Japan roster in there looking like the New mm-hmm. Japan roster. Yeah. Like, there's no way they have a Hiroshi Tanahashi model 
like that face mm-hmm. in the game, and yet that face is in the game. And you're like, yeah. how did you do that? Because mm-hmm. I've tried a face scan before, like taken a face, gone into Photoshop, and I'm someone who uses Photoshop mm-hmm. for a living. Yeah. I know how to do it. And like I get the thing in there and I can't line it up and guys have like four eyes. <laughs> They've got like like you put the face on there, but they got like double eyes and mm-hmm. like like I don't know how it looks like people got like an actual face scan, face model in the game, mm-hmm. but it's just a flat uh JPEG that they've somehow I don't know how they do it. It's That's crazy. Nuts. No, it's insane. There are some really, really talented people. Defract mm-hmm. just put up his uh, his Adam Page uh, with the uh, with his Orlando colors. Nice the uh, the rainbow uh, mm-hmm. vest from uh, whatever it was, the Revolution. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's very good. Look at his stuff. It's like he he's making better models than they actually put in the game. Yeah. Um, so cool but anyways yeah so that's excellent it's supposed to be coming out in september which is awesome um so yeah like i think i think some of these other guys will end up in the game at some point but not mm-hmm. right away yeah i wonder if cody was i'm sure cody's still in it like unless they just yeah, completely cody, cody might him. be in it yeah. he might be in it because it's like when uh the wwe game came out there's a lot half the roster is not there anymore mm-hmm because yeah, so I think were, Swerve was a, a champ in the game, right? By default. Yeah, he he was NXT <laughs> champ. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mia Yim's in there twice. Yeah. Once as Mia Yim, and the other one is whatever her retribution uh, character was. Yeah, retribution character was. Yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of different people who aren't in there anymore. Mm-hmm. Keith Lee's in there. They still um, got to get royalties for that, right? Well, it, yeah, they do. They get paid for that. Um, that's good yeah it's because they sign a contract and once the contract is signed you're in it Mm -hmm. so cody's probably in the game i would think so which would be funny Mm -hmm. um it's funny like i would just not use them it's weird like uh it feels uh it feels dated and out of place if you use a guy who's not supposed to be there Mm -hmm. like i will go and download like a new swerve model for swerve Mm-hmm. let someone create it as opposed to using the one that's actually in the game i don't know why i do this but i have to have the right name and i have to have the right colors on his yeah on his locks and i have to have the right colors <laughs> on his pants it's just one of those brain things it is i can't get past it like i i used uh i i changed the outfit of or or i, I put harper like before he actually joined AW and he was just rumored to, mm-hmm. I put him in there, but it it said like Harper 2002 because it was like his 2002 version. It was, nice. It was all weird. <laughs> and I knew he wasn't going to be going as Harper, but he was called Harper in my game. Mm-hmm. Anyways, the shit you put up with when you play yeah. WWE games as AEW. Well, hopefully by September, we won't, you won't have to do that anymore. No, I will not. But actually, I, the, this year's WT, wwe game is good it's a good game i'm i'm enjoying it okay so yeah this episode was good i think we should talk first about that match that you don't remember and that was the trios match (laughs) that was with blackpool combat club versus a very at first i thought very strange matchup Mm -hmm. and then when i thought about it more it made 
a little bit more sense, but it was Dante Martin, Brock Anderson, and who was the third guy? It was another young guy. Um, Lee Moriarty. Oh, Lee Moriarty. And I saw that. I was like, what is this clusterfuck of yeah. a team? And I kind of looked at it as, oh, Blackpool Combat Club is just selecting the best young talents to fight to see if they're worthy of joining their group. Mm-hmm. So they're essentially handpicking their matches. They're like, okay, who are, who are the, the young hot shots in AEW? Okay, we got Lee Moriarty, we'll take a Dante Martin and Brock Anderson and see if these kids have what it takes. And then they yeah. just go in there and beat the shit out of them. Yeah. <laughs> and they did. They smacked the shit out of these guys. Um Yuda with his new uh BCC trunks, which were awesome. That's tights, basically even that's basically all I was paying attention to mm-hmm. yeah. in this match. It was Yuda's tights, the white tights with the blood splatter on mm-hmm. them. I think he has a shirt. I don't know if that was like an official shirt. Because some, some people post stuff on Twitter and, and I think it's real and it's not. But it looked like there was a Yuta BCC shirt where it's the blood. I don't know if it's real or not. but Well, they do have a white BCC shirt where it looks like where it's like the red. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it kind of looks like it doesn't really look like blood. Mm-hmm. Um, it, look, it looks okay. But the crazy thing was Danielson came out wearing it. I was mm-hmm. like, Danielson's not allowed to wear a branded shirt, guys. Yeah, no, what the heck's going on here? It's it's just like, it's some like mirror universe stuff. If he does it, it's got to actually be blood <laughs> on, <laughs> on just his white shirt. Yeah. But yeah, good match. I really, I for me, it was all about that ending where they had the three guys stomping in the heads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they all did like their in tandem with you yeah. doing it with them i was like this is the fucking coolest thing mm-hmm. i've seen in my life yeah i love this group uh, i love all the fan art somebody posted danielson and uh mox trying to feed you to dinner and danielson of course is feeding him vegetables and mox is feeding him red meat it was funny <laughs> very good um then we also have my favorite twitter meme of the past week and that was uh john moxley cat yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> the picture of a cat that just looks like the face of John Moxley, mm-hmm. and yeah. someone put his vest on it. Yeah, <laughs> that was so good. It's very, very funny. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Um, this match was fun, and uh, some news came out because at first I was like, "Why is Dante, Dante back away from his brother?" But it came out that his brother's hurt again. Again, so which sad. Is, which sucks. And apparently it's going to be a lo- another long-term one. So I'm I'm praying that it's not his knee, because yeah. that would be tough. Um, it, here's the thing, is that injuries happen in physical sports and entertainment all the time. It It is what it is. Like, I don't think he's injury-prone. But if it is the same knee, it could, it could be that, like, you don't want it to get weaker mm-hmm. over time. Like if it's injury to the same spot, then you're like, oh no, he, he has an injury prone knee. Whereas if it's his shoulder, it's like, okay, well that means nothing. Yeah. It's just like, just cause a guy get like, uh, has one injury and then has another injury. It's just luck. It's (laughs) honestly just luck. It's, uh, especially the way that they wrestle too, flying around and stuff. So yeah, it's like, I don't know. You see, you see guys in sports where like one year 
a guy's just get just keeps getting hurt all year and you're like oh my god this is going to be this guy's career and then that's like the only year he ever gets hurt in like a 14 year career mm-hmm. it's it's weird sometimes it just happens like yeah. you can't can't predict it um yeah so what then the next segment we had and i really like this i think it was the next segment i don't know if it was but i'm going to talk about it now and that was wardlow arriving to the arena he he comes in the the back door and mjf's waiting there but and he has security mm-hmm. and he he has them uh put wardlow in handcuffs he says you can go to the ring you can have your match but you're gonna go with full security and handcuffs and i just love this because wardlow he's smiling ear to ear he's like okay mjf this isn't gonna this isn't gonna go how you think mm-hmm. and then when they go to his match and they bring wardlow out there to face um the butcher which was amazing yeah um Ward, wardlow didn't look weak like a caged animal he looked like fucking king kong yeah being led to the ring yeah <laughs> um he looked like they were they're were saving us from him instead yeah, of yeah, mjf yeah. holding him down yeah, it made him look like a maniac. Like, this is it, someone you don't want to mess with. Made him look like the king of monsters. Mm-hmm. Is the yeah. best. I was like, this is so fucking cool. And I tweeted that he is just, he's Goldberg, but he can wrestle. Yeah. Yeah, he's <laughs> even got the chant now, too. Yeah, he's, he's completely stolen Wardlow's gimmick, and it's funny, because mm-hmm. it happened organically. Yeah. Like, uh, AEW didn't try to do that. The fans mm-hmm. just started cheering Wardlow like that, and now yeah. it's just his thing. Yeah, which is um, awesome. What are you going to do? It's not gimmick infringement. The fans just do what they want. Yeah. Um, yeah, the match was good. It was just a really good Haas battle. Yeah, just, just big meaty men slapping meat. And awesome. the butcher knows his way around a slab of meat. Yes. Um, yeah, really good stuff. Wardlow did end up hitting Butcher with the power bombs, but because the Butcher is so heavy, they were like fucking yeah. jackknives. There's three power bombs in a row. All of them look brutal. Just nasty. And it's amazing. You look down the the list of AEW's young roster to like what they're gonna look like in the future, mm-hmm. and Wardlow looks like an absolute star he's somebody that aw should actually be careful of that he doesn't end up going to wwe yeah. he is, he's prototypical wwe mm-hmm. yes for sure um they Which should why he works so well in aw because they don't have a lot of guys like him so yeah he's somebody that the like there are certain guys that you should make sure to sign before they become free agents and mm-hmm. he's one of those guys for sure. Um, essentially, if somebody becomes a free agent, it means they're leaving. Mm-hmm. Is basically how it works in wrestling right now. Yeah. So you, if you want to keep them, you can't let it get to that stage. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he's uh, he's the real deal, man. Like you can see him holding the belt for years to come down the road. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I could see next year him already being world champ. Yeah, he could. He very well could because you're seeing it right now already. Like some of the uh, some of the older guard in AEW, and it's kind of weird to call them the older guard, but they're breaking down or they're older. Like um, Chris Daniels is pretty much already retired. 
Yeah, um, he seems like he's just doing a lot of backstage stuff now. He is. And mm-hmm. he, he always was, but now he definitely is. He's mm-hmm. the, he's essentially their head of scouting. Yeah. Um, and then you got Kenny. He, his body's just broken right now. Mm-hmm. And he's like 37, might be 38 by the time he comes back. Like, he's not young. You've got Cody's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, Moxley's not getting any younger. Um, although he's not old. Um, Danielson is probably not going to wrestle beyond two or three years. Yeah. If that. He's getting close prob- to 42. Yeah, we're probably in the last, second last year mm-hmm. of his career, realistically. Um, Like, we're in the twilight of it. So, like, a lot of the, the top stars are, they're going to leave mm-hmm. within the next two, three years. And CM Punk, he's not going to be around forever. Mm-hmm. Um, Christian. So I was like, okay, who's next? Like, mm-hmm. oh, right. They've built all these young stars and now it's their turn. Mm-hmm. And they've yeah. got so many of them. They've even got guys who are too young, too legally too young to wrestle. Nick yeah. Wayne, 17 years old, legally cannot be on AWTV. Mm-hmm. And he's signed to the company. Yeah. Because they have like the four pillars that they always advertise. But then below that, you have like Yuda. And yeah, the Lee four Moriarty. killers yeah, after that. Yeah, it's like, so they're, Tony Khan's looking ahead, which is good. Was it, it? Oh, go ahead. No. Oh, I was going to go into the next segment or the segment. Oh, yeah. yeah no. I couldn't remember when the big announcement happened, if it happened before or after this match. Was oh, around this talk, match. Let's talk about it now. Let's not, uh, let's not bury the lead. So Tony yeah. Khan, he comes out and he, he cuts to the chase. He says he's happy to be here. He's really excited. He said he's got someone else here who he wants to introduce. He introduced, I forgive me, I can't remember his name, but he introduces Mr. President New Japan. New, yeah, the president of New Japan, which was awesome that he was there. I was like, whoa. I thought, yeah. When he first said it, I thought he was going to pop up on the screen or something, but he came no, out. He, I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> he walked out there and uh, he's about to have him speak, but Adam Cole comes up over the, uh, on the screen. He says, which is really cool that they let Adam Cole do this. I love this. And he comes up, he says, Hey, uh, no disrespect guys, but I thought, um, knowing my history with new Japan, um, (laughs) I would be the, the most, the most appropriate person to give this news. So I'm just going to take it from here. Um, so in, uh, in United center, which is crazy, that's even (laughs) bigger than the place they were at before. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I think it's the second or tied for the biggest stadium in uh, or arena in the States. Nice. So it's not quite an outdoor stadium, which are bigger, like a football stadium, but indoor mm-hmm. stadium, it's there's one more that's bigger. That's like Greensboro Arena, mm-hmm. I think okay. is bigger. But uh, yeah, insane. Um, they said we're going to be running United Center. It's going to be uh, AW for versus uh versus new japan it's going to be called forbidden door which which i i love that name i would if almost every use of the term forbidden door now like it's just done it's played out i mean they've used it a lot but it's yeah it's it's a funny name for a show that all started when they talked about the forbidden door that's what i'm saying is like but for for this pay-per-view it's an incredible name like I hate every other use of it at this point now, but it's an incredible name for this pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. 
and I hope they keep do- doing this going forward because it people are talking whether it is anti AEW people all in their feelings whether yeah. it's people posting their dream uh lineups which we're going to do mm-hmm. um it's just it's just fantastic and I love that Adam Cole has just jumped right into the shoes of Kenny Omega while he's mm-hmm. gone he's like no one else could uh, deliver yeah, this yeah, news, yeah. but Adam Cole, the guy who was signed to Ring of Honor, yeah, because yeah, <laughs> he only he only did New Japan shows when they brought on Ring of Honor guys, which was funny. Exactly. I don't think he was ever actually signed to New Japan. He was just there. No, he when Ring of Honor was there. <laughs> He's just stealing Kenny Omega's role, which is mm-hmm. amazing for the storyline. Yeah, because they even before that segment, they did the backstage segment with all the. Uh, I think I don't. I think this is the first time they coined the term. I know people online have said it, but the undisputed yes. elite—I don't know if that's the first time. It's the first time I can remember they were saying yeah, it. Yeah, I think so. And Kyle O'Reilly had just an awesome name for Jungle Boy and uh, Luchasaurus, the Jungle, the Jungle Cruiser. Cruise, the Jungle Cruisers, <laughs> which made me laugh really hard. He's like, "We lost to the Jungle Cruisers, or yeah, you guys lost to the FTRs. Adam Cole lost twice." <laughs> <laughs> I like but, that the the Bucks are pissed, so they're wearing black now. Yeah, they were all wearing black, which is cool. Maybe they'll go into a little bit more serious angle for a little bit. But then... Yeah, a little bit of Bullet Club-ish look yeah, well, to them. Speaking of Bullet Club, uh, the leader of the Bullet Club, Jay White, came out on stage and said that uh, he single-handedly sold out um, Madison Square Garden when they did their big show, which is funny, but... it. I think it really sold out because when they announced it, Kenny and the Bucks were still employed by New Japan. So. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I, I know. Um, what's his name? Uh, Dave Meltzer uh, reported that went before AW was a th- or in 2018 when it was just an idea before they had TV. The plan was to do TV and have the big guys from AW go to all the big monthly New Japan shows. Mm-hmm. And New Japan said no. Hmm. I wonder so, why. Uh, so initially they were going to go do the big um, uh, Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that it's always been said that Tony Khan told Kenny he couldn't do it. But maybe that's because um, New Japan wasn't playing ball with them yet. So he's like, okay, well, if they're not playing ball, you don't yeah. get to go. Yeah, probably. But it's all they're all working together now so yeah it's uh it's a perfect world now Mm -hmm. um yeah so this is this is so exciting and Mm -hmm. um what's his name jay white even said he said we all we all started this together this uh, this all started because of the bullet club we have the bullet club and the elite Mm -hmm. sort of hinting that they're on the same side obviously that won't always be the case it's going to disintegrate at some point but with those guys all wearing black mm-hmm. he sort of made it sound like they were going to align each other or align together and maybe they will like uh maybe some of the elite will join his bullet club yeah who knows yeah that's true, that there's be... all sorts of weird factions of bullet club and bullet club it's a, it, right <laughs> it was always fun to have bullet club across two companies mm-hmm it was to have Bullet Club be able to go into Ring of Honor and cause chaos and then go into New Japan and cause chaos. Mm-hmm. So to have it like a, a triangle where because they can go to 
Ring of Honor now too because mm-hmm. Tony Khan owns it. Mm-hmm. And there's um, Jay White still shows up all the time in Impact. So I don't know if Impact's going to be on the show or I doubt it. They'd said it was New Japan in AEW, but yeah, crazy, crazy mm-hmm. stuff, man. It's a crazy new world. Um, we're all over the place with our with the uh, the order that we're telling this. I don't know. Uh, what should we talk about now? Let's go to the opening match of the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dustin Rhodes versus CM Punk. This was an underrated dream match. This was really good. And it's a this match is, I didn't know is... I wanted to see, but then it turned out to be really good. And Was as it soon Punk as that I... posted the comparisons to his, the old Gold Dust versus Bret Hart match? I don't know just... if he posted it, but um, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, obviously everyone saw that he was wearing the the Bret Hart colors. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he, uh, there was a video posted where five or six of the moves that he does in the match is directly taken from an old gold dust versus Bret Hart match. Mm-hmm. Which is just Which is, amazing. Yeah. And CM Punk has done this like three or four times now yeah. where he's completely structured his match based off an old Bret Hart match. Yeah. And it's just such a loving tribute. Yeah. And yes. a tribute that I never, I never associated CM Punk with Bret Hart until AEW. Yeah, I, I remember one time when he f- first turned heel, not the first time he turned heel in WWE, but he turned heel one time on The Rock in WWE, and then he said, "I'm wearing colors that demand respect." He wore pink and black. That's the only time I can ever think of him wearing a, a Bret Hart reference. But since he's been in AEW, it's just all Bret Hart reference. Yeah, so it's obvious. To me, that seems like he would have probably done it more mm-hmm. had he been allowed to Yeah, in the past. But yeah, yeah. it's a really cool stuff. When I saw this match on paper, I was like, holy shit, these are two like Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame talents mm-hmm. facing each other way out of their prime. Mm-hmm. Like just, but also pro- probably doing the best work. Yeah, ever, Dustin... Like, it's got to be a magician because he's just, he's better than he's ever been. And he's older than, I mean, of course he's older than he's ever been, but he's just, <laughs> uh, he's just a lot older than he, he's, he's a lot older than most wrestlers and he yeah. can still go. It's crazy. Yeah. Both their bodies are put together by bubble gum and duct tape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like just been Rose's legs are so skinny. Yeah. <laughs> like Everything about them. I'm just like, these guys are going to snap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but yeah, they they went for it, man. It was really good. Um, CM Punk has been selling that knee since 1983. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. He does it every time, and he does these he does these moves where like he'll come off the ropes a certain way and like like clutch at his knee, and you're like, oh shit, CM Punk got hurt. Yep, this is and a real then, one. That that's not, that's not work. That's a real one. <laughs> and every time I buy it. I buy it yeah. every single time. He gets me all the time. Like mm-hmm. how he's a magician. These guys are magicians. They're wizards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how these old wizards do it. It's just lots of lots of years in the ring and they just know how to do it. Yeah, it's, it's all like, experience. I watch I watch this match. I was like, these guys have been facing each other their whole careers. And like, wait, no, they haven't. What? Mm-hmm. Like these guys never faced each other. I think yeah. this is their first match. Uh, how yeah. how is that even possible? Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. It was, it was a really good match. That. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. I loved it. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk about some more talk. Well, and then after the match. Oh, yes. 
CM Punk was going up the ramp. Yes. And Hangman came out and confronted him. So that's probably the double or nothing match. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And good. It's, and it's funny. All the people saying, like, oh, uh, Hangman, uh, he doesn't feel like a real champ. He's not in the. He's not facing the top guys in the company. Oh wait, yes he is. He's facing the best in the world. Yeah, done. I mean he's he beat he has Adam he's Cole. been facing Adam Cole. Yeah, it's funny. Those same people were saying that Adam Cole isn't getting his isn't getting the same treatment he did in NXT, and yet he just fought for the title twice. Yeah, fought for the title twice. Got to announce probably the biggest show of the year and like <laughs> all sorts of stuff. Yeah. So yeah, they didn't use Moxley. They didn't use Kenny. They, they didn't, didn't use Danielson. Danielson. They, they didn't use CM Punk. They used Adam Cole. Like that shows you how much faith they have in Adam Cole. And we're talking. We were talking about old guys earlier. Adam Cole's been wrestling forever, and he's only like thirty-one or thirty-two, so he's yeah. not even that old, which is nuts. He had to have been wrestling when he was a teenager, mm-hmm. like yeah. all of his twenties too. Yeah, yeah, insane. Okay, so let's get to another talking match. Um, or another talking segment. Okay, so we had uh we had the the Oh, sorry. We we forgot to mention this that the uh the undisputed era or what are they now? The undisputed undisputed elite. elite. The the whole group is going to be in a 10 a 10 man match where they put out a open challenge to reassert their dominance against anyone who wants to face them and it's a bunch of jabronis. They're gonna get destroyed. Yeah, it's like Coleman and Griff, and yeah, <laughs> like okay, the 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 jobbers of the company at this mm-hmm. point. I think Brock Anderson it, was in it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So okay. So we should. I uh, say so let's talk about the Britt Baker match versus sure. Danielle Camella. Um, I don't really remember much of the match. It was pretty good. The thing with the women's matches at this point, when they're as short as they are now, so much of it happens in picture in picture mm-hmm. during the commercials that I'm on my phone. Has Daniela been in AEW for a while? Because I know she's in NXT for she's, a long she time. Was in, she's had a, a match or two on Dark. Hmm. Okay. Um, well, good for her. Yeah, she, she got released from NXT. So. Yeah, she was Vanessa Bourne in NXT. Mm-hmm. She was eh there and hasn't done too much since then she appeared on dark she's here now i don't know if she'll just be a resident dark person slash jobber i think that is should be her role because she i actually thought she was better here than she has been in nxt Mm -hmm. i thought she uh she had she got heat right away when she came out and i was like i was like why is danielle camella getting heat from the crowd and then i remembered it, it this is in Pittsburgh. Yeah. I was like, oh, right. Okay. Okay. So Britt was playing face in mm-hmm. this match. And which I think we talked not, about before. Like, is she a face now? But her promo afterwards, uh, she's Well, because I wasn't sure if like this would just be an opportune place to turn her face mm-hmm. because this would be the time when you would turn a heel face after two years, um, one of which holding the belt. Mm hmm. But oh, afterward, after the match, she started cutting a heel promo. So okay, fair enough. She mm-hmm. uh, she said that her and her stable or her and Hater have a fifty percent chance of winning the uh, winning the Owen Hart Memorial Turf or Turf 
tournament tourney mm-hmm. and that uh and that Tony Storm is going to quit her second wrestling company. Yeah. And she, she I said, like Ruby that she Soho, said that. Yeah, I do too. She called Ruby Soho the runaway, so why don't you just run away from the tournament and brought up Jade. I guess Jade called everyone in Pittsburgh ugly or something. <laughs> She said the the reason why there's no uh, baddie section here is because <laughs> there's nobody at- attracted enough in pit or in uh wait that doesn't make it, sense because she'd be insulting her own town she must not have said that anyway she said there's no that's baddie what Jade, section that's what Jade said oh that's that. what Jade said okay mm-hmm. I was like wait I'm confused yeah yeah <laughs> Jade's um, only said they're all, all ugly people in Pittsburgh but yeah and at first I was like oh maybe uh, they're setting brett and hater up to face each other in the tournament but then i realized no that's not the case because they're not going to want tony storm to lose mm-hmm. it's going to this is going to set up a tony storm versus Britt baker feud mm-hmm. for sure and that's very exciting i yeah, do like that, is, that those would be some really good matches i could even see that being the finals of the tournament unless they want to do like a mid-tournament shocker which is always exciting too they should. We actually kind of got a uh, a shock in on this episode as far as the mm-hmm. tournament goes. And yeah. I'm very happy about that, to be honest. Me too. Um, I think I texted and, you when the match started that who I wanted to win. And let's go right into that. Uh, yeah. That was the uh, Jungle Boy versus Kyle O'Reilly. Um, yeah. One half of the Jungle Cruisers versus one half of Red Dragon. And yeah, this I love when AEW... Um, puts on these tag team or puts on these single matches between tag team wrestlers because you re- get to really see them show out mm-hmm. in ways that they don't normally get to show. And it's a way you could do, you can keep their rivalry going and you don't have to have another exactly. tag match between them. It's a re- AEW is really good at that, at keeping the feud fresh by mm-hmm. having the, the singles wrestlers face each other mm-hmm. or face other people. Um, I quite like it. This match was awesome. Kyle O'Reilly showed us that he's still Kyle O'Reilly because we haven't oh, yeah. got to see that yet. Yeah, this is like um, best of the super juniors, Kyle O'Reilly. Jungle Boy is Jungle Boy and Dax Harwood are the two best at showing out when they get into these matches. They put mm-hmm. on like match of the year type matches when they get in their single match, like to the point where I just want Jungle Boy to break away from Luchasaurus and become oh. a singles guy. I think it's coming. I think it's coming. Than later, I thought it was gonna, I thought it was going to come last week. To be honest, I, mean, I thought it was going to come to this this past episode when we get to the end of it. I'll tell you when I thought it was happening. Yeah. So, yeah, Jungle Boy lost. I was so shocked. Mm-hmm. I thought Kyle O'Reilly being the heel, not being the tag team champion, um, was definitely the guy that was going to lose, but look strong. Mm-hmm. And Jungle Boy being one of the four pillars, as we mm-hmm. talked about earlier, at some point they're gonna want to push him forward, mm-hmm. and this would be a perfect waiver for for them to push him up as a star singles act. No, he gets the shock loss, and then he's uh, he's sitting down on the apron, and you can see he's looking at the camera and he's saying, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry." I was like, yeah. "Oh, that's kind of cool that he's saying that to the camera, maybe saying it to the fans." But then the camera turns and it's Christian walking down. I and I really thought I was like, "Oh, they're doing the heel turn right here, right now." <laughs> I was like, "One loss and Christian's done." Nope. 
But I no, mean, he, he hugged him and told him it was gonna be all right. <laughs> I think this is the catalyst, though. Mm-hmm. I think so I too. Think, I think this is the catalyst. Um, maybe Christian gets into the tournament. Yeah, maybe. I think That'd that cool. he would. I think he would be good in the tournament, especially being a Canadian guy. Mm-hmm. I think you kind of want to have as many nods to Owen Hart. Yeah. Hey, that makes lineage. That's another reason why Kyle O'Reilly could have gotten the tournament. He's Canadian too, so for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk about the match that's coming next week. Oh my gosh! Blew my pants off. I yeah. have still have not found them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if my pants blew off at the speed that Excalibur delivered the news. Yeah, he he said it so fast that later on in the broadcast he said it again. <laughs> Excalibur, you know, he gets those segments where he runs down like two weeks worth of matches. So he's like, whatever, whatever. sounds like an auction year. <laughs> and like everybody was like, wait, 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 hold on. Did mm-hmm. he say what I think he said? Yeah. But we will not get to that just yet. Yeah. Um, what we will get to is, let me see, what do I want to get to? Uh, we got the main event and hooks match left. Okay. So let's do hooks match. Hook faced. Adam Henry, I believe is his name, oh. or something Henry. Henry. He is a one half, yes, a jobber, but one half of the Workhorseman, which is, um, oh, I can't remember his name, the guy that I love that's in the Wingmen, um, the heavy guy. Oh, oh God. J.D. Drake. J.D. Drake, yes. He's <laughs> J.D. Drake's indie partner, but they actually did wrestle a match on mm-hmm. Dynamite as, they still as the Workhorse. Combat Club, right? Yes, they did. before mm-hmm. Their first match, actually. Mm-hmm. Their, their first match together. Um, yeah, so he went out there, and this was a... I like it because he is a big, credible wrestler mm-hmm. that looks good and can work stiff and can look like he should put up a fight to Hook, but did not put up a fight. Hook just beat him down. It was a hook match. Um, he he whooped Hendry's ass, and then fucking Danhausen pops out, and he he's uh he's like he's like no Danhausen has had enough. If he <laughs> will not be cursed by Danhausen, you will fight Danhausen. Yeah. <laughs> and he pokes his skinny little fingers, his little wizard fingers, right into the chest <laughs> of uh. Of hook. of of hook and hook just walks away. Yeah, and we do not get the we do not get hook suplexing Danhausen on his head, mm-hmm. um, which I thought we actually might. Um, but yeah, so it looks like we are going to get this match. Is yeah. or your prediction that they're going to join forces? I, I really thought they're going to join forces the last well, the other night. Here, but here's the thing: is that hook has not been with Team Taz lately. Nope. So they could be going that route. Mm-hmm. They could go that route because they're clearly keeping him separate for a reason. Well, yeah, it's mainly I think it's mainly because Team Taz is pretty heelish and Hook is and Hook super is over. over. Yeah, yeah. That, that's and was over as hell too. He when he came out there, that's some big cheers. He gets huge pops. So at mm-hmm. some point, they got to put him in the ring. And yeah, 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 that'll be fun. And I hope they get the tequila song for his theme song. I think they have to. Yeah. Tony Khan has the money. Yeah, and as long as it's not like the final countdown, where it's like every time they'd use it, it costs them like $600,000 or something, I think. Uh, I think the tequila be. song cannot be. 
the same price. I would think think Final Countdown, excuse me, be that much either. Well, I guess Ring of Honor couldn't get uh, couldn't get the tequila song in Ring of mm-hmm. Honor, so he just did the music himself. Mm-hmm. He just started like singing, na 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 na, and the <laughs> crowd was doing it with him. Yeah, that's hilarious. So they just did it a cappella, mm-hmm. but the money situation is completely different. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let me see. Is there anything else I want to talk about? Oh yes, MJF. Uh, we had him in the back. He was talking about how uh, how he how he talked about himself as a snake, and that a snake always catches its prey. It only needs one bite, and he pulls out a wad of catch. He hands it to Jake the Snake, who is sweating profusely, <laughs> and he starts cutting a Jake the Snake ass promo. And then he. And then he's joined by Archer, who cuts another angry-ass Lance Archer promo. Everyone's going to die. Yada, yada, yada. I think, who's he going after? Punk, I guess? No, uh, Wardlow. No, Wardlow. Wardlow, mm-hmm. yes. He um, slapped the money out of Jake's hand, and uh, uh, Sean Spears was like, ooh, money. He went down to grab it when they were cutting away from the promo, which is awesome. <laughs> really fun stuff. <laughs> is that happening next week? Must be on Dynamite. Uh, I didn't see official graph, but it seems like it would. Be. It, it must be because mm-hmm. uh, they they went through the dynamite card so fast. I didn't even get a chance to. Yeah, they went through it. This rampage next week's dynamite. I think some of next week's rampage too. Like I don't know how Excalibur does it, but that dude can no, spit off crazy. some matches. I mean, they could they could let him take a breath if they just held off on the second rampage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, just save the second rampage for next mm-hmm. week. You don't have to kill Excalibur. You can yeah. let him take a breath. We yeah. need I imagine him. before he records that, he's like, <gasps> and then he just goes. <laughs> it's like part of that mask is an oxygen mask. Yeah, <laughs> it's got little things that go up his nose in there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but so... one of those matches. Do you want to go into the one of the matches he announced for next week? Yes. So the match that. I'm still looking for my clothes because of this. Mm-hmm. FTR versus FTR. We're getting yeah. Dax versus Cash Wheeler. And I hope they come out wearing black and pink. Uh-huh. And they are going to beat the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. And I, I hope gonna... they come out separate so we get the theme song twice. Yes. <laughs> um and kind of sad news here for me, at least, and for some people. Apparently, Bret Hart has somehow quietly been signed to a Legends deal with WWE. And the people suspect that it's entirely just to keep him away from AEW. Mm-hmm. So he cannot um, manage FTR. And some people say, like, oh, FTR doesn't need Bret Hart. Yes, I know that. I don't think he but would how- have to talk. How cool would it be, though, just to have Bret Hart out there with him? Yeah, he doesn't have to talk. Fucking Arn Anderson doesn't talk. Mm-hmm. He's But he's cool. Yeah. Have him accompany them and and have them all come out in leather jackets and wearing pink and black. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome. That's all I want. I don't have I don't need Bret Hart to do shit. He didn't talk when he was a wrestler. He doesn't need to talk when he's a manager. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You but, just need to have Bret Hart there. Yeah. I hope that's all a rumor and he does show up. No, well, it was it Meltzer, like it's, yeah, it was no, it Meltzer like it's that true. reported it, and yeah, Meltzer said that uh, there is a 
there's an indie date that's happening or it might have been this past weekend or upcoming where it's FTR with Bret Hart as their manager against Brian Pillman Jr. and Brock Anderson. Brock Anderson. Yeah, with, with Arn Anderson. Uh, with Arn Anderson as the guy and they said that that's happening because this is the only way they can do it because it's mm-hmm. on the indies so yeah. like, oh shit they they did want to do it then uh-huh. so to me it's like brett what are you doing <laughs> like it's is, a, this, is that fun but, for you yeah to just sit at home and not do anything anyway whatever yeah, maybe but i saw the um like the article in quotation said lucrative, very lucrative. So maybe they just offered yes. him a, a, too much money. He couldn't pass up. He's like, Oh, okay. I can't pass this much money up. Yeah. I get, I don't know. It's just, he just, I don't I guess he does not have hard feelings towards them, but I don't he know. Did for for me, the longest, but he's gotten over it. Yeah. For me, if, if I was like, Oh shit, they're doing a tournament based off my brother. Okay. Let me, let mm-hmm. me be part of that. That and would be pretty cool. But I don't I think imagine... he, I'm surprised he wants to go somewhere where Goldberg still works. <laughs> that too. Like yeah. for me, I imagine that maybe the Owen Hart thing happened after the fact. Mm-hmm. After he signed that, like he's been signed there maybe for longer than we know. Yeah, probably. Because he, he was at the first AEW show, right? Because he's the he first was. guy to hold the belt. He presented it. So and I imagine they, it's probably sometime after that is when he signed. Yeah, him. they they probably then freaked out and signed him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's funny. That's so petty. They're mm-hmm. paying him to stay away from AEW because they're not going to use him. Yeah, I mean that's what they did with the. Remember when they were signing up all the indie guys? It was just to keep them out of AEW, and then they had to let them all go. And now they're all coming to AEW anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, so very very strange. Okay, so. Andrade El Idolo versus Darby Allen. This, this match, match was is crazy. This it was crazy. Had a I thought it had kind of a weird ending, but I think it's because the coffin didn't uh, cooperate with them. Yeah, like it, it, it well, to. I I couldn't quite tell what they were trying to do. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell if he was trying to just flatten it out so he could suplex somebody on it. I think they were trying to break it off so they could do the Joe or Joe spot, the Jose spot, and then I think. Because at the end, you know, Darby jumps onto the coffin. Yeah. I think he was supposed to jump with the lid of the coffin onto the coffin. Oh, okay. But they couldn't get the coffin top to break off. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right. So, yeah, this match I thought was just going to be a bloodbath, but it ended up being a handicap match. <laughs> so what yeah. happens is uh, Andrade, he's fighting, uh, he's fighting Darby Allen. And then Mark Quinn and the Blade just jump in. They're just, we're just going to beat this ass. Yeah, from so like they, two minutes into the match, they're just there. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, this is what this match is. Mm-hmm. Like right away, I was like, okay, this isn't your normal coffin or casket match. This is going to be a plunder brawl. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, that's what these two teams do. This makes sense. They've made a fucking killing off of this for the past month and a half. Yeah. Um, so they're having this plunder brawl. Really good. So. And they brawl into the crowd, and Sting has his gets his Sting disguised as Sting moment again. Yeah. But he takes off the mask, and behind the mask, he's wearing a backwards hat, and he looks like Steve laugh. Buscemi, mm-hmm. saying, "Hello, fellow Marks." Yeah, hello, fellow Marks. Yeah, because I think he's standing there with a sign, right? And Mark Quinn yeah. grabbed the sign and ripped it. Yeah, 
which was hilarious. So funny. No one noticed like a six three dude standing there on the side. The, the, the still <laughs> image of Sting wearing the backwards hat with a complete straight face is mm-hmm. the funniest thing I've ever Just seen. Just staring at him. So, yeah. I love that because so... he's been doing that Sting Sting thing since the 90s when he's fighting the NWO. So I love that. That's just something that he's just like, yeah, this is pretty funny. I'm just going to keep doing it. <laughs> they just keep adding it to the montage of Sting <laughs> doing that. And it's yeah. really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So and then I love watching Sting work now because he's good now. Like he mm-hmm. his, he's got his motor back. Because he's out there and he's just laying his shit in, doing all the crazy stuff. He did a dive off the balcony again. Yeah. I love seeing no cell in a chair and then just jumping off. Jumping off a balcony. Madman. And this time there's no tables there either. He just jumped onto the dudes. (laughs) Like he just put all his faith into them. I'm glad they all caught him. Yeah. So after that dive, they all just decided they weren't in the match anymore. And then Andrade and uh, Darby Allen wrestle back to the ring. They're having their their standard match. Um, as you said, Andrade tried to break the 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 lid off the coffin. He couldn't. There was tax on the inside. But yeah, he couldn't quite get it detached. Um, they end up uh, then. Friggin' Jose, the assistant, runs down, rips Sexy off his shirt. Jose. Everyone goes crazy because his pecs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he essentially Jose looks like Sean Spears, mm-hmm. but yeah. without the mohawk. Yeah, like he he looks like Sean Spears. Um, so he runs down and he gets suplexed onto the. Uh, no, it wasn't a suplex. He just kind of threw him onto the tax. Yeah, yeah, he got. I thought he got suplexed, but no, he got he got thrown onto the tax back first, which was gnarly. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and uh, Darby wanted to do the. Uh, the spot with the coffin drop. What did he end up do? He did do the coffin. He drop. just kind of like flattened himself out onto. He kind of like put the lid onto Andrade where the thumbtacks were on him, and then he just kind of joked. Yeah, he, on he it. was mashing him with it for yeah. a bit, and then he he just jumped on it, and I was like, okay, yeah. But when I was watching, I was like, I I bet they're supposed to break the lid off, and then he was supposed to jump on him with the probably, the lid. and that that it, it was fine. It was an mm-hmm. okay casket match. Um, yeah. I liked the suplex Andrade did to uh, Darby, where he suplexed him from the stage ramp onto that grate. That looked like that sucked. Oh, yeah, that looked cool. <laughs> that looked cool. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Sting was the highlight. Yeah, and then the Hardys came out at the end and did the delete thing. So I don't Yes. Guessing this feud's over. I, I'm surprised. Though. I thought the Hardys were going to come out. But I think now that Jeff is... Um, completely sober i think all his injuries are starting to catch up to him because he he looked like he was hurting even doing the delete thing so <laughs> i think all his injuries think, are starting i think he i think they are i mean he's 45 mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. jeff and uh, matt's like 47 mm-hmm. like almost 50 48 mm-hmm. like it's, but i mean uh, for for like a long time everyone's like well how's jeff still moving around so great and it's like well he wasn't sober so but now that he is i think all that stuff's catching up to him <laughs> yes well i mean that's why all these guys died right because mm-hmm. they For took sure. all the they took all the substances to yep. help Walk with their the injuries pain. yep but okay i wonder so if this what? whole rivalry is over now or if they will i kind of don't want it to be over because every match these two teams have been having has been fun and i kind of don't want it to end i know darby got the no. big signature match win but i kind of just they're they're all fun, like all the yeah, teams. Man, I, don't, 
I don't I don't want the uh the rivalry to end right away, which is crazy considering mm-hmm. that it's uh an HFO rivalry and that's what I've been making fun of for what feels like two years mm-hmm. at this point. But, but with uh, Andrade leading it, I kinda like it better now. <laughs> and like Matt Hardy being a face, yeah. I, I like it better now. <laughs> yes, yes. Um yeah, so one thing that I wanted to do before we end this podcast is I want us to talk about our dream matches or our our card that we would do for this Forbidden Door, AWX okay. New Japan. Mm-hmm. So do you have a list? Um, I don't have one written down, but I've been thinking about it all week, so I do have matches in my head that I want. Okay. So, so I'll go with some first. And then okay. maybe you can try and remember some of yours. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'll start from the bottom. So, because I know that you got to have some tag matches in there, mm-hmm. I thought Ishimori and LP, and this is kind of random, but versus Jericho and Garcia. Interesting. I think would be kind of fun. See, before the news of uh, Darius Martin being hurt, I had those two versus Top Flight. I thought that'd yeah. be a really fun match. I would... I, I agree, but I was thinking, I was like, Jericho, there's no way Jericho's not going to be there. Oh, he's definitely going to be on there. And I don't and I don't, I don't want I, him in a singles match, so put him in a, in a yeah, tag yeah. match. Yeah, yeah, because he's, he's faced all the top dudes his first New Japan run, so I don't even know who he can face now. Exactly. And he's not facing Okada. So No, no, do not <laughs> face Okada. Like, I don't, I don't want, I don't want him in a singles match, but he looks good. And mm-hmm. he'll pop, he'll pop the crowd, but I don't want him in there. Then yeah. I have Ishii versus Kingston. Did they yeah. face each other recently? They are facing each other at the New Japan America show in DC in May. Okay, so scratch that, but that's mm-hmm. still that's on my list. Yeah. Um, well, we're getting it, so that that's good. <laughs> yes, um, I don't want to see, or I do want to see Stardom wrestlers. Mm-hmm. So For sure. I want to see a some AW with. Uh, women versus stardom wrestlers. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know the stardom wrestlers. So, yeah, I don't. I, I don't watch enough of stardom to. I didn't. I didn't make any matches mm-hmm. for that reason. But they um, should definitely do that a hundred percent. Yes, you can't have a an AEW show without women, even though it seems like they try to do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on, <laughs> um, <laughs> Cole versus Osprey, I think would actually be really good. Yeah, um, that could be fun. Especially with Osprey being a flippy guy and Cole being a guy that likes to kick people in the face while they're flipping. Mm-hmm. I think oh, yeah. uh, Osprey can jump off a good. bunch of stuff and get kicked in the face. I love exactly. watching Osprey get kicked in the face. So Exactly. <laughs> um, FTR versus Gorillas of Destiny, mm. I mm-hmm. think would bang. A very easy one is Hobbs versus Cobb. Mm-hmm. That That's a no-brainer for me. You got to do mm-hmm. that one. Then I have Samoa Joe versus Shingo Takage. Oh my god. Somebody's head's going to pop off. Yes, it's (laughs) glorious. Then, a lot of people I feel would have Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr. I have Wheeler Yuta versus Zack Sabre Jr. Mm. And I have Wheeler Yuta lose, Mm -hmm. but I think that's like a really good test for Yuta to be able to show off his technical skills that he hasn't quite gotten to. Like his Mm -hmm. submission stuff. We've seen him do like his fancy counters, mm-hmm. but he hasn't gotten to show off his submission skills. And I think he would 
have a really great technical match with Zack Saber Jr. Mm-hmm. Then I want Danielson versus Switchblade. That'd be really That'd be good. very cool. Mm-hmm. That'd be very cool. Naito versus Andrade. Ooh, 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 that'd be good. Former I, Lij I dudes duking it out in their suits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah Hangman suits. versus Okada seems like oh, a for sure. no brainer for me. Champ. Yeah. And then here's one where I probably have to switch switch around what I had because this match I just saw is happening soon. Mm-hmm. Mox versus Tanahashi. They're already yeah. doing this. They're doing that at the same show, Kingston's fighting Ishii. And also on that show is um, uh, Brody King versus um, Minoru Suzuki. So that, that's that. fucking random. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's less random when you think that Brody King's been just working New Japan for mm-hmm. a while now. So yeah. another one that I threw in later, Swerve versus Tai Chi would be cool. Yeah, that'd be really good. I was trying to think of because I really, I would really want Swerve there because he has such a unique style that I just think um, New Japan fans would vibe with. I wish this was in Japan because I want to see the Japanese crowd react to the AW wrestlers because <laughs> I feel that they would get over there. Well, they are. But, you know, they're on the network now too, so yes. I'm sure that's open. I'm sure they will do a show in Japan at some point this year too. Ooh. Ooh. And then my last one was Hook versus either Uemura or Shooter. Shooter. Gotta be Shooter. Hook versus Shooter. Mm-hmm. Okay, your turn. Okay, so I got Darby Allen versus Ticking Time Bomb. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Somebody <laughs> might die. Somebody might yes. die. They, they, those dudes, they wrestle a very similar style where they just use their bodies as weapons. And then, because I was going to do Tanahashi versus Moxley too, but since they're already having that match, Tanahashi versus Sting. Get the two legends in there. Yes. And then uh, Okada versus Hangman. Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, at Keith Lee versus yes. uh, Keith Lee versus Cobb. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Naito versus MJF. I think it'd be a really fun match. Yes. That that was uh, the other one. I didn't have MJF on the card. And there's another mm-hmm. one that I missed that's a no-brainer. MJF tweeted out. He's like, quit treating me about this show. I don't want to be on it. <laughs> well, that's the thing. He says that he won't do New Japan shows. It would be funny if uh, Tony Khan was like, you're contractually obligated mm-hmm. to do this New that's, Japan That's probably show. what they're going to do is make him do a New Japan show. I'm trying to think of other matches I had. Uh, I, Takagi versus Samoa Joe. I, I'm stealing your idea because now I just want to see that match because those two dudes would just beat the hell out of each other and it'd be awesome. There's one match neither of us have mentioned. What's that? CM Punk versus Kenta. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I had that one on there. This battle of the GTA. You, even if you do all tag matches so you can get as many people on the card as you can, you have to do Kenta versus CM Punk. You have to. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but make it a triple threat and throw Dan Hazen in there. Yeah, because he does it too. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. Oh, Dan Housen, Orange Cassidy, and Yano have to do a segment together. Yes. Do Dark Order versus uh, what's the Bullet Club or House of Evil? Yes. You could do a big multi-man match that way. That's the thing. So this is this is we're running into the problem, and this is why I I tweeted at Mister Tony Khan himself. Mm-hmm. I had to let him know that unfortunately, as we looked over this card, it is physically not possible to do this event. In in less than two nights, mm-hmm. you have to do it in at least two nights, 
pick. That's what I'm saying. I, done. I, I think when you and I talked about it, I said four nights, do two nights in America and two nights in Japan. Like there's Here's just the too thing. many yeah. matches. <laughs> they do have to go to Japan because I believe that from everything I'm hearing, Kenny Omega's not ready mm-hmm. for this match or for this event. And I do not think that uh, they can do this event without Kenny Omega, without Kenny Omega making an appearance. So I, what I guarantee think, he's going to make an appearance, but so what I think will happen is, and I think that Kenny Omega will come out at the end of one of these matches mm-hmm. to maybe challenge the winner mm-hmm. or to come to somebody's defense at the end or to do something. I don't know what the health is like of Kota Abushi. He's hurt too. I, I know he. He was going to come back, but he's still hurt. So he won't. He won't have a match. But I don't know if maybe he and Kenny are both healthy enough to make appearances mm-hmm. to then uh, hint at future storylines or feuds down the road. Maybe not necessarily with each other. Maybe as a tag team, that would be mm-hmm. incredible. I don't yeah. think we'll see that yet. Oh but, man, the Golden uh, Lovers reunion would be dope. I just thought of a match. Sorry to interrupt you. Yes, no, no. Forget, forget Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr. You can do that. But Danielson versus Shibata. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I need that match. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Okay, so who, because Ishii is already facing Kingston, who does Kingston face? Because there's no way you're not putting Kingston on that card. Yeah. That's, I'm trying to think. It's like a he's older... already working New Japan dates, mm-hmm. so he's going to be there. They're, they'll use the people who are already working their dates. So yeah. So Kingston, you could. Do... We've already mentioned. Has Kingston it? faced uh, Suzuki? They had that tag match. They could do Homicide a singles match. Mm-hmm. That'd be they good. could do a singles match. Uh-huh. Let's say if we didn't already have Takagi versus Samoa Joe, Kingston versus Shingo would be really good too. Yes, it would. <laughs> yes, it would. I would just, I would like Takagi to be facing somebody that's holding some gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like Joe is going to hold that belt for a while. Yeah, and he can walk out with that belt, and that'll be a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So, uh, Chi would be cool. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, because Taichi's like an underrated striker. He does like everything. Yeah. I feel like he could pull out a... a he could actually pull out a really good match out of Evil. Mm-hmm. Like he could, yeah. drag the, he could drag the fight out of him. Mm-hmm. Some people have pulled good matches out of Evil mm-hmm. before. Good. We got to have my man Yoshihashi on the card. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> no, no, we do not. He can be on night five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they, like you said, there's just too many people I want to see fight. Which yeah, man. In all in all seriousness, if this is a success, which it will be, this will be the only time they do it. So we'll no, get these. Yeah, I can't. That's what I'm saying is that Kenny comes out. They they do an angle because I think Kenny's first match with New Japan or against New Japan guys happens in Japan. Oh, it's I don't got think you. it. I don't think it happens in the states. It has to happen in Japan. For sure. 
And I think Tony Khan recognizes that, Mm -hmm. which I think, I don't think he would um, do. Yeah. I don't think he would do the show on American soil. If Kenny was going to wrestle, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense, I feel like he would do it in Japan. If Kenny could wrestle. Cause Kenny coming back to Japan is going to be massive over there. Yeah. So like if he wanted to do because of the positioning of Cole, Cole versus, I mean, Osprey is kind of one of their biggest, but like if uh, maybe Kenny came out and even just challenged Adam Cole, or maybe Osprey beats Cole and then Kenny challenges Osprey or something like that, mm-hmm. or Okada, maybe it's Cole versus Okada or Cole versus, I don't know, one of their top, like top, top guys mm-hmm. that when, if Cole loses to him, Kenny can come in and be the next challenger for whoever wins that match. Okay. Anyway, this is fun. I love this. Yeah, yeah. I got another match that, for, for my card, since I swapped out Danielson in off, or uh, Zack Sabre Jr. with Danielson and Shibata. So you got the rest of the BCC. So you do, you do uh, Mox and Yuta. You bring back Shooter. You make Shooter official BCC member since it's Mox's son. And you yes. have them fight Suzuki Zack Saber Jr. and Taichi on my card. That's what I would do. Yes, my card night one, your card night two. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Book it. If you're listening, Tony Khan, we just made the just pay us and just don't let we won't let anyone know. Tony Khan and Mister New Japan. Yes, yes, yes. But yeah, and it's exciting times. I'm excited. Yeah, man. It's and it's I'm glad. So good. I'm glad that New Japan's getting positive buzz around it because they've <laughs> since the pandemic. I'm a huge New Japan fan, and even I've been having a hard time watching it. So it's like, I'm glad they're getting positive buzz, and hopefully this drums up more interest for it. That being said, their American shows that they've been doing lately, like uh-huh. the pay-per-views, have been getting a lot of good buzz. Yeah, their show last week, besides Fight TV crapping out on everyone, I heard it was really good, which sucks that it's only on Fight TV. I wish they could just do that on New Japan World for American audiences. Uh, it's. I think it's up on New Japan World this weekend. But from everything I've heard, that show was amazing. So, yeah, it's awesome. I love that Moxley's just sacrificing himself in all his. <laughs> he's a bloody mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. that match against which, Osprey, and Osprey doesn't do color, so that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Like he yeah, doesn't which, do matches that result in that. Which I know we don't. You, we did talk about this, but there's the rumors of Mox may go back to WWE, but then you just see him doing crazy shit like this, and it's like, nah, he's not. <laughs> he's having too much no, fun. I mean, <laughs> there, there. I talked about this with other people this week. There are certain guys that you see them living their best life right now, and mm-hmm. I don't know how they ever go in the opposite direction from that, and that is Moxley, Kingston, FTR, and the last one would be Danielson, although I could maybe see him going back. The only thing is he he's in and CM Punk, but I I see Danielson such a twilight of his career that I don't even know if he'd be able to go back. He may come back just to sign a Legends deal and like yeah, be put in, be put in their Hall of Fame and that's it. Yeah. Punk, I don't think will ever go back because he sued him and all that. So <laughs> like Danielson was being truthful when he said that he wasn't enjoying wrestling anymore and it wasn't making him happy anymore and he was mm-hmm. considering retiring and then he went to AEW and he's like oh 
know that here's that passion again. Mm-hmm. So he's not going to go back to less passion. <laughs> like he's not, you don't go back from that. You don't go in reverse. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you sign a legend deal and maybe you come out and you do some stuff because you're friends with them and you like Vince McMahon and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But in terms of your actual work, these are all guys who take such pride in their work and everything they say is about the pride in their work. Mm-hmm. They're not going to yeah. move backwards from there. Yeah. And I really think uh, we might see Danielson in, um, you heard it here first, we might see Danielson in the G1 this year. I'm just I'm, I'm putting that out in the universe right now. I think so too. Mm-hmm. I think this is building towards that. I think so because he just starts July, right? I know mm-hmm. it's been kind of messed up because of COVID and then the Olympics. It's usually July. So, yeah, because I went July 4th weekend for the opening the, when I saw yeah, the Yeah, because the other tournament they have, that's the. Uh, New Japan Cup. New Japan Cup. That That's already set, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zack Sabre Jr. already won that. He already won. Time. Jesus. I did yeah. not even pay. I yeah. didn't even know what happened. Yeah, he won that. And he, he already had his title match, which was a really good match, but he didn't win. But Yeah, it's funny because but... uh, all the New Japan stuff in America is buzzy. All the New Japan stuff in Japan is dead as it's doornails because... right now. On Twitter, they're not allowed. People aren't allowed to make gifts and stuff. And that is I, true. I know companies don't like that, but that—that's honestly in this day and age, that's how you get buzz. Is people see a gift like, "Oh shit, I need to watch that match." It is true. I didn't even know <laughs> it happened. Mm-hmm. And I, I follow New Japan. Mm-hmm. I've been subscribed to to New Japan World, and I just don't use it. And I unsubscribe. It's yeah. a, it's a problem when you do, when you don't see it because it's already on in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. So we have to see the gifts in order yep. to then go and watch yes. it. They need to let accounts like TDE and Lariato do what they do because that's how I would see New Japan. Like I really need to find a way to watch New Japan here. <laughs> like when I'd see their gifts and stuff, like holy crap! Yeah, it's a it's a mistake on their part. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a. It's funny. I always find that Twitter is very much a vocal minority uh, in terms of its actual influence, but in terms of like getting the U.S. audience to see it, to even know it's happening, mm-hmm. they, as a marketing tool, it's very important. Mm-hmm. For sure. It's, it is very important. Because as I said, I was like, oh, that tournament's coming up soon. You're like, no, it happened in Zack Sabre Jr. one. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, and I'm a New yeah. Japan fan. Yeah, and he had his he had his title match for winning the tournament already too, and he so. lost. I guess mm-hmm. he did. It was a really good match, but yeah, he didn't win against Okada. Mm-hmm. Okada's still the champ. Yeah, nice. Yeah, because I used to, I'd be like, okay, I, I know there's a New Japan show this week, but now it's like I'll look like, oh shit, that was last night. So then I'll watch it like after the fact. Yeah, but <laughs> no, it's I don't hear anything about their pay per views anymore. Mm-hmm. I hear there's no buzz. Yeah, there's zero is... buzz. I heard all kind of buzz about the Windy City, mm-hmm. uh, the Windy City show, but nothing yeah. about what's going on in Japan. So, I think that this uh, AW thing couldn't be coming at a better time for them. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think it's going to help out both companies a lot, and and uh, yeah. it does help that they're bringing over a lot of the American talent to mm-hmm. uh, new to Japan soon because mm-hmm. they need it. They yeah. really do. 
I think like I will watch every single Chris Dickinson match once mm-hmm. he's over there. Yeah. Because he's gonna go over there. He's signed with them officially now. He's gonna go to Japan and I'm all for it. I've almost been holding off on watching his new Japan matches because it was all in the States against like LA Dojo guys. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's it's not quite New Japan. Mm-hmm. When I watch them on that blue mat, I want it to also have the ads, mm-hmm. and I want it to be with the Japanese audience, mm-hmm. and I want it to be with the New Japan roster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want it to be against TJP. Fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Which, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, that Empire group they have with TJP and Will Ospreay, and it's like, come on. You got the great Okan and Cobb in that group with them. Get them out of there. <laughs> I can stomach Osprey, but when you do Osprey and TJP, I'm like, oh, that's one too far. That's mm-hmm. one too many. I yeah. can set at least Osprey. I can legitimately look at him and be like, okay, top five in the world. I can, I can yeah, honestly say that. It sucks that he's so good at it because he's yeah. just an asshole in real life, and it's just like, like damn, <laughs> like he's a piece of shit. But at least, at least he's phenomenal at what he does. That I can at least like appreciate the craft mm-hmm. but then you throw tjp in there it's like no stop it mm-hmm. <laughs> you're testing me you're yeah. testing me and you've lost because now i don't watch new japan yeah so. but this show will be positive and yes. i can't wait and i'm yes. super excited i wish i could had enough money to fly to chicago because i totally would to go watch it yeah i imagine the tickets are probably going to sell out pretty fucking quick too apparently they're really expensive already or apparently no it's flights to chicago for that weekend or have skyrocketed yeah it makes sense i mean chicago from where i live is not a super far drive so i could drive but do it it's like a six hour no way (laughs) i can't afford tickets (laughs) and all that not right now but yeah that's all i got to say about that that's forrest gump would say uh, so, all right. I uh, I guess that's it. Yeah. We will, uh, see you guys next week. Um, sure. what time is it right now? As of this recording, dynamite starts in an hour Yeah, <laughs> or rampage starts in an hour. So that's fun. Yeah. We got Adam Cole versus Ishii on this show. Speaking of. Yeah. yeah I've heard that A-W match is great. Yeah. I've heard that match is really, really good. So I'm excited to watch that. All right. It should be. All right. Oh, and the women are main event are main eventing. Good job. Jade versus Marina Shafir. That's dope as hell. Hopefully it's longer than two minutes. (laughs) Ah, They're main eventing. There's no way. It's not. That's true. That's true. All right. Bye.